to our podcast. It's called Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I'm Jessie, as always. As always. It's been a minute since we've recorded in the pod loft. Yeah. Oh, to- I don't. Together. Yeah, well, I don't live here. No. So. No, I was going to say since we've recorded together, but that's not true because we've done a car episode from Dragon Con. Yeah. Um, um, but in, in the pod loft, it's been a minute. Uh, so. oof. A year? Nah. Um, six months. Probably. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have an exciting episode for you today. Uh, but first, cocktail corner. This is a shocker. I made a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Normally it's Jesse getting creative and making cocktails. Mm-hmm. But we're at my house. And so I was the creative one this time. Yeah, your husband wasn't here to do it for us. No, we didn't have we didn't have my bartender here. So, we wanted to have a little bit of a themed cocktail tonight. Well, and actually, that's not true. We you said here is what I have and I said we could make that a themed that's cocktail. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, um we have a lot of whiskey at my house, but I don't really like whiskey. So, I said, "Hey, I've got some tequila. I can make us a margarita." And uh then Jesse was like, "Yeah, how can we we could make that themed?" And I remember, it up. yeah, how can we make, make it, it a fancy, more interesting? And I said, "Well, I've got some. Well, and by I, I mean my husband has some blueberry syrup downstairs. We could make a blueberry margarita and call it the Merlin." And then Jesse's like, "I've got these tahine gummy bears. We could put that on there." And I was like, "Well, then it's the spicy Merlin." So uh, it was equal parts tequila. Equal uh, equal parts tequila, uh, blueberry syrup, and lime juice. Lime juice, and then it had a no, tahini. We didn't triple second it. So I it never wasn't do. Technically a margarita. Yeah, I never make. I never put triple second mine. Nice. Um, then we put a tahini rim on, put a little garnish of the gummy bear on there, and it was the spicy Merlin, and it was really good. I liked do. it a lot. So I still had some little uh, light cubes. What do you call that? Glow cubes. Glow cu- cubes from Disney, actually. And we put one in the drink and turned it blue and made the drink even bluer. So Yeah, the glow cube helped. Yeah, it did. It, it pushed was, it. It made it bluer. <laughs> <laughs> it blew it. So that is our cocktail corner. I highly suggest you give it a shot. Yeah, it was if good. you like, uh, you know, I don't even really like lime all that much. The lime um, and the blueberry and the tahini all work together yeah, really well. the lime, the blueberry... Like, blueberries are so sweet, and obviously it was blueberry syrup, so that really helped cut the lime juice, the acidity of the lime mm-hmm. juice. Tahina is one of the most delicious substances. It really is. Known to man. Yeah. It really all worked well together, so yeah, it was give good. it a try. All right. Yes, if you like all that stuff. And you could make a pretty, uh, it would make a pretty easy, like, mocktail version. Mm-hmm. You could make it with the lime juice and the blueberry syrup mm-hmm. and, like... You know, put it's in like a... Nut or something. Yeah, I think you want some a little bite to it, though. Tequila's got a little bite. What's a smoky, like, non-alcoholic? I have no idea. Liquid smoke. Gross. Don't put, do that. Just a little bit of liquid smoke <laughs> Don't and then do that. Um, hey, Jess, are you feeling curious about anything? Oh, uh, I sure am. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. So... This is a bit of foreshadowing, as it generally is. Love it. Uh, a couple of... We're going to have an interview today, and a couple of the interview questions were questions that I don't think uh, you and I have actually answered. Oh, so you're cheating and using one of those. I sure am. <laughs> uh, you always send them to me to look over. Mm-hmm. I looked over them. Still didn't... Remember them. <laughs> yeah. Some of them I forgot. But uh, one... That struck me as interesting, and I'll let you interpret it as you will. Right. Same to you, listener. What's the cringiest thing that you do as a cosplayer? TikToks. Oh, I reckon that didn't take you long at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have no issue with people doing TikToks in cosplay. I have a lot of I love doing it. It's a lot of fun. Um, some are cringier than others, but I would say that's probably the cringiest thing Uh that's like the, to outside people. Yeah. Yeah. To outside people. What is, I guess I could try to think of like what the cringiest thing to me is that I do. But like, I feel like 
I try not to do cringy things. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to answer it. Mm-hmm. What about From you? The outside. Oh, you know, I don't know. Like you said, I wouldn't like it. Judging as someone from the outside, maybe uh, hollering at people. Like I get, like I will almost aggressively. Yeah, like I get real hopped up, like excited to be showing off a costume that you know I've been working on, a costume that I've gotten excited about. Um, excited to see friends that we don't normally see, excited to do something fun, you know, get out of my normal everyday grind. So that can lead to me, uh, like almost aggressively complimenting people. Yeah. Like popping out from behind a trash can Mm -hmm. to scream at you. I like your cosplay. And then popping back down behind the trash can. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, thank you. But now I'm startled by this trash can woman. Right. Uh, so things like that, like, again, like hollering at people from across the atrium at Dragon Con, yeah. like, ha! Yep. Nador! <laughs> I love your cone! So, on today's episode, we have a really, as Jesse mentioned, a really exciting interview. Um, we have Michael, who you may know as the Wizard Taylor on social media. Everybody, uh, give Michael a big podcast welcome. <laughs> That that always feels weird. It's been a minute, yeah. Um, Michael, tell everybody a little bit about you. Hi, I am so happy to be on the show. Uh, my wife Haley was on it a while back and uh, saw y'all at Dragon Con, and I'm so happy to be on. So, um, yeah, so my name is Michael. I am uh, go by the Wizard Taylor on Instagram and TikTok, and I'm a cosplayer, obviously. Um, live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I have two dogs. Um, I, my day job is a, I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor. Uh, that's pretty cool. And then I just like to make fun stuff uh, when I have time, which is mostly in the evenings. <laughs> well, you still <laughs> managed to, uh, you know, produce a lot of really cool things, even though you are only doing it after work. So that's I pretty do. impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So many people ask, like people ask me for commissions or, or things. I'm just like, I have, I have a full-time job. Nope. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I only make things for me. <laughs> me and Haley. Yep. And, right. and yep. Oh, that's pretty that's much true. it. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haley was actually, she was a pretty early interview mm-hmm. for us. I mean, she was definitely a pandemic interview. So yeah. Yeah. So we followed you since, and then we ran into mm-hmm. you at DragonCon this year and we were like, why have we not had Michael on yet? So we were so glad glad. that you were available. Me too. This is fun. We told everybody about our drink. Um, Do you want to tell everybody (laughs) what you're drinking? Yeah. So since y'all did a Merlin themed drink, um, which is one of my favorite cosplays, I did, I whipped up a drink call I'm calling Blow Me to Bermuda, uh, which is uh, two ounces of any kind of rum you feel like, um, about three fourths ounce of blue carousel, um, probably one ounce of pineapple juice, and then any kind of like bitters or Angostura bitters or anything you want to make it a fun tiki drink and mix it up and uh, serve it however you want. Is this your first oh, time making good. that or? I did. I was trying to think of something blue. I don't know how many tiki drinks off the top of my head that were blue. Like, I'm just going to throw some stuff together. It'll be fine. That's that's kind of how ours came apart, too. I was like, I've got tequila. I have blueberry syrup. Um, <laughs> and we have tahini. Ooh, blueberry <laughs> syrup. Mm. So, Michael, tell us how you got into cosplaying. Well, I think it was back in 2016. Um, Haley and I were both in grad school, and so we had no money. Um, And so just kind of, even though comic collecting can be an expensive hobby, um, we kind of got into comic collecting. Like um, Haley was always super into Batman comics. And so we just needed something to take our minds off of all the turmoil of grad school and everything. Um, So started collecting comics, and then we found out about local comic conventions And then we found out that people dress up at these comic conventions and we have both been like big nerds our whole lives and Haley was in theater and I made little random costumes for things. And um, I kept all my Halloween costumes. I still have parts of like my Halloween costumes in in boxes somewhere. And um, so we realized that people were doing this and people were dressing up. I was like, oh, that'd be fun. And I learned how to use a sewing machine in middle school, like in one of those like 
I think it was like a biotech shop and home economics, like trio course. And so I knew the basics and borrowed a friend's sewing machine. And we made a Kylo Ren and Ray from the force awakens. Um, my Kylo Ren was made out of black burlap because it was all I could afford. I could not afford the very expensive screen accurate, uh, basket weave fabric at that time. Um, and then Haley's was made out of like curtains from Goodwill and some shorts. And uh, we made a staff out of a bunch of plumbing parts and it cost $50. And we were just, oh my gosh, this is so expensive. We just spent $50 on the parts <laughs> to make this. This is crazy. Um, like Come to today. Like, like, oh, how the turntables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we could get away with a $50 build, I would be so happy. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, we just kind of went off from there. It was so much fun. We started posting on Instagram and just meeting people and making friends and connecting with people. And it's just been the most fun. I just, we just love it. Yeah. I remember whenever Haley, we talked to Haley, um, I think she had been like kind of nominated by another interview pers person that we had interviewed. Um, and so we reached out to Haley and when we talked to her, she was like, I don't do the sewing. That's not me. That's my <laughs> That we is like, me. Oh. <laughs> so I think that's so awesome though. And I love, I, I, I'm going to, I want to talk about that more later, but I love that you guys, like you each have your strengths in that, yeah. uh, in your part, you know, in your partnership for cosplay. So, um, yeah. is there anything like, what is that one thing other than cosplay that you're really passionate about? Oh, well, being, uh, being a therapist, you know, that's my day job. And so mental health is, is obviously a big, important thing to me. Um, something I've kind of dedicated my life to is just helping people out, helping people through their journeys. Um, but then my, I guess my third job is I'm also a certified yoga teacher. And so I teach yoga classes and I don't know when I have the time to do all these things. Um, but yoga is something that's really important to me as well. Um, been practicing that for about since grad school too. I think we picked up cosplay and yoga around the same time because grad school is hard <laughs> and sometimes jesse just can, like, jesse, <laughs> jesse feels that yeah, in the depths like, of her soul yeah i'm looking off into the distance and just having flashbacks yes yeah. it's, it's, it's a journey it's a journey <laughs> and um you need something to kind of break from reading articles all day long so yoga and so and stuff um so yeah yoga i'm i love practicing yoga i love teaching it um it's something that Haley and i also do together we're kind of codependent and so we <laughs> do that too and we it's just fun we just got to have fun uh all right so this is a question i think Paige and i did answer this one before mm -hmm. Uh, what do you think is the character that you've cosplayed that is most similar to your personality? And if it's not one that you've already cosplayed, you can pick one that you might cosplay in the future. I was thinking about this. This is a hard question because I was thinking like, I I love cosplaying Doctor Strange, but I, I don't think I'm really like him. He's kind of, I, at least I hope not. I hope I'm not as arrogant <laughs> yeah. um, as he is and kind of self-involved. I certainly hope not. Um, so I, I landed on Merlin. Um, Merlin is, he's silly goofy and he's here for a good time, but he can also be really serious. Um, he also just loves learning and he loves being a teacher. And so I think that comes in like uh, as far as what I um, the stuff I love to post on social media like my tutorials and kind of my step-by-step -step processes of how I make everything because I just I, I really love other people's content where they pull back the curtain on how all this stuff is made because it can seem so intimidating and so over your head and like I'll never be able to do that and this is impossible and then you watch somebody's tutorial and you're like oh wait that's all they do like it's just some foam and some paint and some uh, glue and you just made that armor out of nothing. Um, so I love being able to show that to people. And so, yeah, being a teacher. So I think Merlin, I think in honor of our drinks, uh, I think Merlin's the one I'll go for. I think that um, for me anyway, I, I won't speak for Jesse, but that is part of the podcast that I have loved so much is mm. not only getting to meet I mean, we've just, we've made so many amazing connections and friends through this podcast and, and just cool people, but we've learned so much. Like um, we had a cosplayer on and I, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to say who it was, but um, they, we were talking about wigs and she kind of taught, I was like, okay, so like I'm a hairdresser, but like I have a, I have a really hard time working with wigs. Like I just can't wrap my hair, my, my hair. I can't wrap my brain around, um, you know, uh, X, Y, Z, like this exact 
scenario with a wig and she was she like broke it down for me she's like you're probably looking at it like this and kind of talked me through it and was like try this and I was like oh my gosh like we just we've learned so much like not only just on social media but through the podcast from cosplayers and paint pins, paint pins like new revelation yeah why we that <laughs> yeah and like panels at cons mm -hmm. um that's the paint pin when Jesse's talking about yeah. um a cosplayer that we've met before we went to one of her panels and she was like that's my favorite like con floor like repair repair kit item is a yeah, paint yeah. pen um and anyway there's just been little tidbits that we've picked up from every single person we've talked to and I just I think right. it's so great because it does it seems more there are things that seem really overwhelming and scary or stressful until you know somebody's like no it's just do, 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 do. and you're like oh gosh yeah. okay yeah, exactly. A uh, shout out to my friend, Adria Renee, um, another Her Universe winner. Um, mm -hmm. I was working on some dress back in the day and I was struggling with it and I was trying to find patterns, like commercial patterns for it. And she's like, well, have you considered draping? And I'm like, I have no idea how to do that. And then she sent me like four messages and explained draping. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I understand draping now. It's just lines. You just draw the lines on the dress form where you want the seams to be. And then you lay fabric on top of that. And then you pin it and then you cut it out the shapes and it's just shapes. Clothes are just shapes. And that's how you drape things. And it just clicked with me and I was able to make that dress. So yes, as learning from everybody is, it's just the most fun. I, I mentioned this earlier, but Haley, who we love, has been on the mm -hmm. podcast before, and you guys, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys cosplay uh, together, you do yoga together, you know, do, you do all this awesome stuff. Tell us a little bit how, uh, anyway, the co the cosplay side of that dynamic works for you guys. What are your strengths and her strengths, and how do you guys work together? Yeah, we work together on literally everything. Um, there's not a single thing we've ever I've ever created or posted online that that we both haven't been involved in in some way. Um, we're we're huge collaborators. Um, my strengths are going to be like the precision things and the sewing things. So if we need a straight line, uh, if you need something sewn in any way, uh, machine sewing, uh, especially, um, that's going to be me. So figuring out the pattern, um, figuring out the yardage, figuring out how to make it fit right and everything, um, zippers, closures, um, the kind of the more technical sewing stuff, that's going to be my thing. Um, Haley does everything else. So Haley, um, she's a librarian and so she like researches her thing. And so she will spend days and up to years in some cases finding like the perfect fabric for what we need um i've said many times if it's not the first three results on google i'm done i get i get overwhelmed i can't handle it but Haley will spend hours and hours and hours and hours finding going through every fabric store in london to find this screen accurate allison hightower fabric mm -hmm. um and she spent about three days on that, I think. Um, and so she finds all of that. Um, she does a lot of hand embroidery. Um, she does a lot of the like uh, weathering or anything that kind of involves um, uh, painting. Uh, my my um, frostbite link outfit that I've uh, wore to Dragon Con, she hand mm -hmm. painted the design oh onto the tunic. Um, and so she's incredible. She And for me, like looking at that paint job, I was like, I can't do that. Or like that's not a skill that I have. Like I'm so, I'm so, um, clean cut about everything, but she's able to like layer the colors and, and do everything more artistically. And so she's definitely more interpretive where I'm more literal. Um, but it's really great to be able to work together and kind of build all this stuff together and build, uh, work on each other's strengths, uh, so that we can get just about, yeah, everything done. Is there one skill that you are both like, nope, not it? Ooh, <laughs> we aren't great with foam. Um, I think it's just because it's something we haven't super done into. I, most of the things that we pick don't really involve a lot of armor, um, but definitely would love to get more into it. I just, I, I, we pick wizards and witches <laughs> and they don't tend to wear a lot of armor. Uh, and so we haven't really gotten into, we, we have some like a little bit, but we some, it's definitely a skill. That some we seems develop. daunting to me. I know. And then phone people say that sewing is so scary. I'm like, no, it's I, just fabric. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. If you yeah. mess up, you just use the seam ripper. <laughs> I, I see like, you know, I see different creators like, you know, I'm like, I, I don't understand the curvature of it. I don't, I don't get how you line it up. I don't get how you make the shapes. And they're like, oh, it's just this <laughs> and this. And I'm like, okay. Sure, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they're both foreign to me. They're both foreign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> both intimidating to me. So Paige has worded this. You could do I'm it. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to re. I'm gonna make it a little more positive, a little there more go. optimistic. Is there a dream cosplay that you have that might be difficult for it to happen? Paige put never, that will never happen. <laughs> yeah, when I read uh, that, I, I was I'm like, gonna, we'll never say know. never. Right, right, yeah. Difficult. Well, um, I'm... I have an ambition. Um, so the first, I, I cosplayed Dr. Strange in 2018 for the first time. Um, and I made my cloak of levitation with the skills that I had at 2018, um, which I'm very happy with my cloak and it's, it's, it looks great. And I just know like vast amount of information more now than I did then. I, 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 I wouldn't say I know everything, but I know like just so much more about how is it, how is it constructed? How is it um, harnessed onto the costume? Like how does he wear it correctly so that it doesn't pull on the shoulders? I just know so much stuff now. <laughs> and I really want to make like a, I'm going to say in, in air quotes, like a screen accurate cloak of levitation um with like really accurate fabric really accurate construction um i would love to like cast the the brooches on the chest like i'd love to either cold cast those or like actually like forge them in metal or something and do the flocking and do all the stuff on it i just i just know a lot about it now and i think it would just be a really fun challenge just take all the time in the world to really pattern it out really get it all down um i think that'd be really fun really challenging but really fun yeah you got to see the the cape in person right and you were like taking crazy notes and I remember seeing your like Instagram stories and you were like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) I cried it was really (laughs) (laughs) yeah we got invited to go to Marvel's universe of superheroes while it was here in Charlotte at Discovery Place and they had so many of the Marvel costumes on on display and towards the end it was the it was Doctor Strange and I was there in my her universe uh, Doctor Strange suit and it was just like there it is there's this thing that I've been <laughs> meticulously studying for so many years and it's right in front of me it was really crazy <laughs> that's that's so cool so speaking of screen accurate do you prefer making a cosplay that is screen accurate and that you have to really like push yourself to be able to match up details or would you rather be able to be more creative and free with your, uh, you know, work and do more of a mashup? Right. Um, I guess it's cheating to say that I like both, but I really, I really. I mean, do. you can like both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I think I flip flop in between like the more screen accurate ones and the more interpretive ones. Um, like working on the Alice at Hightower dress over the summer, it was so much attention to detail and trying to get like each individual flower placed exactly like, in the embroidery of the fabric placed exactly where it was in the show, at least as much as I could. Um, you kind of get worn out after that or at least I do and afterwards you're like can I just make like something easy can I just like <laughs> just make my own thing and who cares and just like throw together a wizard robe or something so that's what I'm doing now um I'm working on a, a project that it's going to be on the Janome uh I'm a Janome ma- uh, makers Janome sewing machines and so we um submit projects uh, quarterly to kind of like, you know, create content and everything for them. And, um, so I'm working on a wizard robe right now. That's just completely interpretive. I'm just making it up as I go. Um, just having fun with the fabrics I have on hand. So that's nice. And now I'm like, okay, cloak of levitation. How do I make it (laughs) exactly like the one in the movie? Um, so I think I flip flop. I need like a palette cleanser, um, in between the kind of more, the, the more like dedicated screen accurate builds. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think both is a great answer. I mean, I like, I like being able to look at something and be like, this is exactly what I need. You know, like it, mm. it kind of gives you an idea of exactly what you're going for. But I also like to be able to kind of, I think they're both difficult in different ways. Right. You know, right. there's challenges with both. So mm. yeah, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Like 
if you're doing like a mashup or a twist on an existing character, like making it readable as both things mm -hmm. uh, can be difficult. Like, yeah. you know, making it readable as like a historical period and the character can mm -hmm. be difficult. Whereas, you know, making like something screen accurate, like you said, you might have to do days of research to try to find a specific right. fabric or a technique, a decent really harder, image yeah. of something. So, right. you know, right. yeah, they both have challenges. Yeah, for sure. I do. Yeah. Bringing a vision to life has its own rewards and anxieties. Uh, I got another intense one. <laughs> you will never do. Uh, what is something in the world of cosplay that you, you don't think you would ever do? So Paige has put as an example, like crossplay, or is there a certain series you would never cosplay? Right. No, I definitely do crossplay. Uh, crossplay for sure. Yeah, so I used to be a massive Harry Potter fan. Um, it's how Haley and I met. Um, I started a Harry Potter club in college. Um, I've met so many of my friends through the Harry Potter fandom, friends across the world. Um, and that's how we really got into cosplay, like uh, cosplaying Newt Scamander and Queenie. I did that for a long time. Um, but no, ever since J.K. Rowling's just revealed herself as just about the worst trash human on earth, um, I just, it doesn't bring me joy anymore. Um, I care more about the lives of trans people. So it's just... Um, you know, I work with trans people uh, every week in, in my practice. And so I just, Harry Potter just doesn't do it for me anymore. I'm just, I'm releasing all of that <laughs> to where I'm going to just letting go of our costumes from that. So won't be, uh, yeah, won't be cosplaying from Harry Potter fandom anymore. Yeah, I remember uh, we talked to Haley a good deal about that. And it's, I think we've done an entire episode actually yeah, on it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, we yeah. just on like, because we had heard so many differing opinions and you know like our own personal you know thoughts awesome. on them. yeah but mm -hmm. yeah it's it's that's something like I it's real hard for me to get yeah excited about Harry Potter anymore which you know it's like one of yeah. those things that such an like you said such an important part of your life and then you're like mm, oh like now yeah it's, like, it's you just a... kind of have to let it go yeah, I, I used to call it like it's a shame or it's too bad but it, it's kind of not it's like it's it's it is what it is. It's it, mm -hmm. this kind of, this woman is just being just, just awful. And um, she still makes tons of money from the series. And I just, mm -hmm. I, I, I can't, you know, look at my massive wand collection <laughs> again, massive Harry Potter fan. I had like 170 wands. Um, I can't, I'm, I'm getting rid of them. You know, I just, I can't look at them and be like, Oh, this is so happy. Like I have the memories. Mm -hmm. I had like 20 good odd some years. And now there's other things, you know, there's other good things huh. in the world to celebrate and we can move on and embrace other awesome things um, that create community and bring people together. So I'm, it's, it's it's all it's all good there you go that's very i like that a positive <laughs> way of thinking mm. of it yeah okay so let's let's turn this around and quit talking about her um <laughs> please <laughs> uh do you, yeah right do you have any like cosplay making habits um that like stick out to you like singing while you're sewing or you know watching or listening to like true crime or you know whatever that looks mm -hmm. like Absolutely. Yeah. When you, when you mentioned singing as an example, I absolutely do that, <laughs> especially when I like, when I'm maybe a little stressed out. Um, okay. Here's my therapist coming out. So um, there's a nerve in our throats called the vagus nerve. And um, it's part of our parasympathetic nervous system, which calms us down. And so um, singing um, like people are laughing um, actually ac um, activates the vagus nerve and it helps us calm down. Um, so when people nervous laugh or they sing nervously or whatever, um, there's biological reasons why we do that. And so especially when I'm stressed out or frustrated, I'll sing little songs. Like I'll be like, just like one step at a time. <laughs> <And> just, like, <laughs> or um, like clothes are just shapes. Just keep going. <laughs> Making up songs. We, we do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just talking to myself and trying to make it fun and not so serious. Um, and then the other thing I do is I will like stare at my dress form really intensely and like do an entire process in my brain before I'll actually do it in real life. And so Haley's like, Haley teases me because I'll just like, I'll just be doing this really intense stare right at my dress form, like my arms crossed. I'm looking really grumpy and mad, but it's, I'm just figuring it out in my brain. 
And then I can like take it off the dress form and like do the steps, but I have to like mentally construct it before I actually like send anything through the sewing machine. Right, right. Okay, so speaking of singing, <laughs> I just have a, a very brief memory of Haley telling us that one time at Dragon Con, you guys were at some kind of Disney um, oh, yeah. panel <laughs> and you sang a song. Jesse and I have mentioned that before. What song was it that you were singing? So it was Raleigh um, Galaxy Con uh, here in North Carolina. And it was, um, oh gosh, I, it was out there. Yes, it was out there from Hunch Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. Um, which who knows every lyric to every song in Hunchback of Notre Dame? Me. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the uh, the kind of the the sing along, you know, everyone we're doing the favorites. We were doing like Hercules, and we were doing Mulan and everything. And then it got to Hunchback, and the room went totally quiet. And I was just kind of like mouthing Frollo's part at the beginning of Out There, um, like you are deformed and you are ugly. Um, <laughs> And then the little, the people up there in the front running the thing were like, does anyone know this song? And then Haley and our friends all pointed to me and the guy just ran over and handed me the microphone. And I was like, no, no, I can't. I don't know all the words. And then I sang the entire rest of the song. <laughs> and <laughs> you were like, you're like, no, no, I can't actually. <laughs> actually, I know every word. And that was really wild. <laughs> I haven't done anything I like just... that since then. For some reason, that uh, her telling that story, I think Jesse and I got such a laugh out of it at the time, just the way she told it. And then, so every time we see you, I think of you singing some. I couldn't remember what song it was, but I I'm like, oh, Michael really rocks out some Disney. Uh, I do. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you associate that with me. That's fine. I, I totally, <laughs> totally allow yeah. this. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Something really exciting that has happened in the last couple of years. Will you tell us a little bit about competing, winning, and judging uh, in the Her Universe Fashion Show? Yes, I love talking about the Her Universe Fashion Show. <laughs> um, so uh, those who don't know, um, Her Universe is a uh, nerdy clothing brand um, that, that works with Hot Topic. I'm sure most of your listeners know who or what uh, Her Universe is. And so um, every year they do, a, so Ashley Eckstein, the um, founder of Her Universe, um, put together a geek couture fashion show at San Diego Comic-Con. And um, so it's been going strong for, for a lot of years. Um, there's been a lot of just incredible work that's put into the show. And so I've admired it for years. Um, and the weird thing is it, now in hindsight, like I've, I'm friends with so many winners and so many other entrants and we're just like all connected and we just have this awesome little community. It's so great. Um, and so obviously like the brand is called Her Universe and it was founded as really like Ashley Eckstein going to conventions kind of as the voice of Ahsoka Tano and just like connecting with fans and really recognizing that um, that uh, female fans especially was like didn't really have their own spaces didn't really have their own voices didn't really have their own expect uh, um, representation and so she really wanted to create a space that was like really female focused um like girl own girl power all of that stuff and so I had a lot of trepidation in entering the show because I'm like well I'm a dude and um is this really a space where like, I don't want to be like encroaching into this space. Like I want to, I want to be like, I don't want to take up somebody's space um, or say, take up somebody's voice. Um, but when I was messaging, you know, my friends and, and people who have won the show and everything, they're like, Michael, you have to enter, please. Like, like We really want you to enter. Like, no, don't worry about it at all. It's like the most welcoming, affirming space ever. And it's not competitive at all. And everybody's so nice. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Um, and so I designed a, a Doctor Strange uh, inspired couture look um, that was based off of some really exciting things that I was finding in men's fashion at the time. Um, and, you know, men's fashion can be a little one note um, with tuxedos at the Met Gala. Like, can we do something else? And so I really wanted to have like this big cape moment, um, have this really cool tailored suit with like this cool asymmetrical skirt feature. And um, got that was the one design I, I submitted. You can design up to three. 
each year. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just submitted the one I'm like, I, I thought about doing some others. I'm like, Nope, I, it's going to be this or nothing. It's going to be this Dr. Strange design or nothing. And, um, I was accepted, um, which was really cool. And I think 26 designers, um, entered my year uh, sometimes it's kind of sometimes it's 25 um so um each person is like individually selected by the her universe team and ashley Eckstein. like she hand uh, she watches like all the applications all of the designs and everything like she, her eyes are on everything she's very committed to this show and she really wants to put a good show together and um yeah so i entered and went to san diego comic-con for the first time um met uh, nina west nina west was the co-host the, the drag queen this yeah. for my show she was so nice um and so we had like rehearsal the day before the show um never walked a runway before um i literally finished my design three days before flying to san diego so i like barely worn it i but we had so much rehearsal time because they really do want to put on a good show. They don't want people to go out there, you know, like if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race and it's like, oh, they were awful. Like, do they even know how to, they don't want that to happen. Like they want you to practice. They really want you to do a good job. And the feedback that every single person, including Haley for the next 12 hours was go slower. Uh, <laughs> It's very intimidating to be up on that stage and just be like, I'm taking up too much time. And uh, it's, uh, uh, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my neck? What do I do with my eyes? Like you have to, it's a full body awareness experience that I've never done before. Even competing in cosplay competitions. Like it's, it's I never thought this critically about it before. Um, and everybody was racing down the runway. Everybody was just flying down there. And so it, it's, it finally clicked with me the day of the show that it's like, okay, go slow. Just, and just take it all in because the, the directors and everybody that, and Ashley, they kept saying, no one has ever complained about this show being too long. Like people will say, oh, we barely got to see their look. They just flew up and down the runway and we barely got to see it. Um, so I really tried to go slow. Um, I, I really wanted to have this cool cape opening thing. Cause I had the cool mirror fabric on the inside. Um, and I really wanted to like open that dramatically. And so, um, that all happened weirdly with my music. I, it was kiss by Prince was my music. Um, <laughs> and it, bizarrely, it was total coincidence that my, I, I opened my cape on kiss, like, and then the chorus started. And so everyone came up to me afterward. I was like, how did you do that? How did you land the, the music so well? And I'm like, I, I had zero awareness. I did not even hear the music. <laughs> like I was so focused on doing the stupid hand motions that I wanted to do at the beginning, a little <laughs> Dr. Strange, like, you know, tutting spell hands at the beginning right. to open the cape. Uh, I had no awareness of the music at all. So that was totally oh. luck. Um, but it was magical, um, not just because I was wearing Doctor Strange, but just the audience <laughs> reaction. Um, there's 2,500 seats in that room. And so just to hear that many people cheering for you and excited for you, something that you've like spent two entire months, because like, that's all we have. Um, you learn, you get into the show and then you have to start creating and you have two months um, to make your whole look beginning to end. And I was working full-time as a therapist. It's like, <laughs> it was, it was a lot of work. Um, and it was incredible. Um, the whole experience was amazing. Everybody backstage was so nice. Like it, it I've been in cosplay competitions where everyone's kind of like standing off to the side and kind of side eyeing people and seeing each other's competition. But this was just, we were having so much fun and we were just geeking out over each other's designs and just like having just the best time. And, um, and then I won, <laughs> um, I won, you won audience, audience choice. Okay. Audience choice. And my co-winner, Cindy, um, who did a look, uh, and based off of uh, her design was called caged and it was from seeing red, um, from the Disney movie. Um, so she won judge's choice and very well deserved. Um, the judge's choice is really like, um, you get to hear the judges get to hear everything about your design, like your inspiration for it, um, what's exciting you about fashion, uh, your fashion inspirations and everything. And she like nailed it completely, like very cutting edge, very um, uh, like Japanese or streetwear and everything. She's just she's an incredible creator. I'm so, I was so happy to win with her. Um, and so, yeah, so we won and it was incredible. And I cried. And <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and I really tried not to cry on stage, but um, it was it was very emotional to hear my name called. Um, and the first thing that came into my head was I did it like I won. And then I went out and I've been watching so much drag race in making my cosplays or, or making my look that um i had just seen the season where jinx monsoon won her season and so she bowed to the audience and so it just popped into my head that like oh, i just want audience choice like i should thank the audience some way and so i like opened up my cape and bowed um to kind of thank them for for voting for me and um yeah it was it was really crazy it was really wild yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we watched it live. I remember watching it and be like, ah! <laughs> so excited. Yeah, you had to send me because I can't do the social media. So I kept she, she being like, it teach out. me. I'm like an old lady. I was like, how do I watch channels? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so hard to watch live because it's part of San Diego Comic-Con's like official programming. So mm -hmm. they it's like her Hot Topic or her universe can't do like a live stream of it because it's like, it's comic-con like you have to buy a ticket like right. you have to like show up to this right. stuff. so everyone's like how do i watch it like just find someone on twitter who's <laughs> like streaming yeah, it yeah. yeah i can't remember who who i finally yeah. watched it through but like at least chunks of it i don't know that we got like Aww. right every second but yeah <laughs> at least we got to see everybody walk at least a little bit yeah and, it was awesome yeah. and then you got so to go back cool. and judge this year right I did. Um, so part of our prize for winning was Cindy and I got to co-design a collection for The Marvels. Um, so the upcoming The Marvels film with um, Captain Marvel, Photon, and Miss Marvel. That was supposed to come out last summer, but then it got delayed to November. So it's uh, the collection's coming out uh, with Hot Topic and her universe later this uh, fall. Um, so that'll be hitting stores and online soon. And I'll be promoting the heck out of it, obviously, on awesome. my socials. Um, so like when it's coming out and when it'll be available. But yeah, we got to design pieces inspired by the movie. Um, and I'm so excited. Um, I just, I like, I keep talking about how much I'm crying, but it's like, <laughs> you, I, I keep thinking about like, you know, going to conventions, like you see people in her universe clothes, you know, like you see mm -hmm. them like the Loki outfits and, and there's been a Captain Marvel collection with a Captain Marvel, like the cool jacket and everything. And so I keep imagining people, like if I go to a convention, like see people wearing it or see people wearing my, my pieces or anything, I'm just, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't blame you. That's, I mean, all of that would make me cry too. So listen yeah, it's all very exciting. Exciting. i lost my really mind cool. when our friend kate was wearing our button yeah yeah we have year. we have yes. like pins for the podcast and uh <laughs> one of our texas followers and friends like she had it on randomly one day at dragon con and we were like what I was like, oh my god that's us it's, <laughs> it's just so, so supportive and so wonderful yeah. and this is just the yeah, greatest so that would be we're, we're, people jesse especially we're, yeah. we're also criers oh, jesse I'm, especially, yeah so. i'm a big time crier i yeah. oh yeah i cry like every day I, i'm really i'm really excited for people to see it as we put a lot of work into it and it's been a journey um because of like uh there was like COVID delays with some of the samples and then like the, 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 uh, the SAG protests are happening. And so things have impacted that. And it's oh, just yeah, been, right. it's been a, it's been a whole journey and absolutely of course want people to get paid fairly. Um, so yeah, it's going to come out, it's going to happen. It's coming out soon. And um, I'm really, really excited for people to see it for the first time. That's awesome. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait to see it. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. And so then, yes, I did get to come back and judge this year. Um, that was really cool being on the other side of things and uh, just getting to ask, because uh, coming from the world of cosplay, uh, so th this is a fashion show. I definitely want to send the message home there when people um, either message me or kind of ask me about the show or entering the show, um, especially cosplayers. Um, this is a fashion show. This is okay. not a cosplay contest. And so- we should really be thinking about like what inspires me about fashion. Like what is the cool stuff that's happening right now that I am really inspired by and I want to recreate for myself and how do I make it nerdy? Um, that's my advice now that I'm not a judge anymore and I can like give unsolicited advice um, is, is think about that. Like you could make the coolest screen accuratest, like coolest Cinderella dress that's ever been, but 
that's really not what this this show is about. It's a geek couture fashion show. So think about fashion. Um, so when I got to be a judge, it was really cool getting to hear people's inspiration for their fashion stuff, like where they pull their inspiration from and what kind of like time periods or pieces or current runway stuff that's happening, just hearing all of that and taking all of that in. It was, it was like, like, honorable it was an honor it was an honor to get to mm -hmm. hear about everyone like each of the contestants processes um and and they're really trying to sell it you know they're really trying to tell everything they can to the judges they have five minutes um to tell the judges about their design and like what their inspiration was and then we can ask questions and i got up and looked at every single one of their costumes i stood up and got like an inch away because i like I find that respectful. I find that like, I want to admire your hard work. I'm not trying to come in there and like find its flaws. I'm trying to come in there and like, I want to see your seams. Like I want to see your finished seams. I want to see the boning you did in your corset. I want to see the lacing that you did up the back. I want to see your zippers. How did you create them? And where did you put them cleverly? Um, all of that stuff means so much to me as a creator. And so I wanted to see that in the entrance um and the contestants and it was just so cool um and just being part of the show and having no pressure <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um, no pressure to do a walk or anything we just got to chill and and have a good time and Cindy and I had so much fun together um and the other judges meeting them um it's you can watch the the fashion show on YouTube and it, it talks about kind of who the other the other uh, judges are like people in the industry like the voice of Mickey Mouse um was one of the judges and like this super high up guy in uh, disney animation was one of the judges and uh, uh her uh, hot topic executive was one of the judges and so just being in the same room with them cindy and i definitely felt like we were at the kids table um, <laughs> <laughs> we're like these people are so fancy and we're just some kids who make costumes um but it was just an incredible experience and like so many congratulations to this year's winners um and all the entrants they put on an incredible show and it was it was the best time uh, what would you say is your most comfortable cosplay and your least comfortable cosplay least comfortable i i, I really don't like having things on my face um i'm kind of fussy that way I don't I, I'm not a big fan of wigs uh I don't like having like a, a bunch of makeup on my face or or um like uh, hair pieces and so even though I love my Merlin and even though we've like named our drinks after, after him today <laughs> I think Merlin is probably my most uncomfortable the robe is great like the robe is literally just a dress and I wear some gray like tight legging things underneath it so the robe is great but having the mustache and the beard I guess Gandalf is the same way too it's like I I chose the wrong demographic of like really? <laughs> old men <laughs> yeah. who always have these long beards and I just I hate it I hate having that stuff on my face and being restricted that way I don't know if it's because I have asthma and it's just like anything that like has the possibility of restricting my breathing like makes me like freak out but I, it's like Dr. Strange is very hot and very heavy and there's a lot of layers but I don't have anything on my face so mm -hmm. I think I think it had to be Merlin for uncomfortable okay. and then most comfortable um this dragon con um i did a really stupid cosplay of the most iconic character from shrek 2 who was kyle um who is the fairy godmother's um chauffeur and so i did him because we were doing a shrek group for bunny hutch yes and so <laughs> it was just um this stupid little tunic and uh like yoga leggings and i was so comfortable and happy the whole night that's i loved the shrek group costume oh my gosh <laughs> i was dying the tiktoks that came out of that were gold i just yes we talk about it all year we're like okay what stupid 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 thing are we going to do at dragon con and then what <laughs> stupid tiktok sounds are we going to do for it and we have so, like, so you were you've been saving them up yeah that's mm -hmm. awesome so i think i know the answer to this one but what is like your favorite or your most prized cosplay item in in my examples i said like a, a a favorite wig or shoes but i mean i think i know what the answer is going to be oh i'm so interested what you think it might be because i mean i'm assuming it's your cape well um yeah it's <laughs> but like... I'm, I'm okay with being wrong so 
I would actually prefer it if she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about the cape. I thought both capes. I thought my more like my movie um, uh, cloak of levitation, and then my her universe uh, cloak of levitation with the mirror yes. fabric. I'm actually gonna go with my eye of Agamogo. Oh, as my favorite. Um, that was made for me by my very, very, very dear friend, Ian, who is yeah. at Super Daft Bros. Um, I've tagged him in every Doctor Strange post I've ever done. Um, so he made my Eye of Agamotto. Um, that was one of our first collaborations. And he is this incredible, um, engineer and prop maker. And it is my like honor and pleasure to call him my friend. And, we actually um, met Ian through you. Um, at the first yes. Dragon Con we talked to you at and yeah. we've talked to him at every Dragon Con since and he always comes up and says uh, hi and yeah. pleasure a complete yeah absolutely cool. yeah yeah such a delight and I just I love him so much and um he so he made he designed my eye of Agamotto he just made an original design he like created it I don't know what the programs are I need to I want to learn how to 3d model like he does but um he designed it all for me and that was one of the first things that he ever made for me when I first cosplayed Dr. Strange in 2018 and I still have it and it's still the one that I wear in all my Dr. Stranges um he also designed a moving eye of Agamotto um the movie couldn't do that um their opening and closing was CGI um and Ian <laughs> Ian actually made one that opens and closes it's a robot that the all of the little oh discs gosh. on the inside um spin and um I don't wear that one very much because I'm terrified of breaking it so yeah. I really only wear it under Ian's supervision um, but, <laughs> but that that one best prop at Raleigh Supercon in 2019 um and I immediately gave everything to Ian because he designed everything I, I like I had nothing to do with that <laughs> um, like I just gonna wear it <laughs> I just get to wear it like all my Ian all my Ian things are the best like spectral staff my spectral staff which he made from the Avengers campus um Dr. Strange show he made me the staff from that like who has that um he made me a sort of Vishanti um because it was in two seconds when Dr. Strange was fighting Thanos um but my eye my eye just holds a very special place for me I've I've did the band on it like the necklace I did like uh, as close as I could get to a screen accurate um like all the threads and the leather and everything that's wrapped around the necklace part of it but that eye I just I'm looking at it right now because it's I'm in my sewing room and it's on my shelf and it's just like the most prominent thing in here and it just I don't know it like reminds me of where I've been and reminds me of like all the, the amazing people in my life and it's just it's a treasured treasured item to me I think that's a better I was gonna say I think that's a better answer than I told you I preferred a humor one yeah that's like, why mm -hmm. I, I, I'm gonna act like I knew that it would be a a more touching <laughs> mm -hmm. answer you just, you just, also that it was super cool it was super cool yeah mm -hmm. it was super cool prop yeah I got to see it and the cape. I got to see the turtle shell this year, and you did it. So turtle shell. That, that oh kind. yes, he's so uh, cool. he's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> yeah, he was ran off after somebody. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a very intense question. Also, <laughs> describe cosplay in three words, and then pages put it as an as an addendum. No more, no less. That's right. so very, exactly. I probably words. had some cocktails when I made these. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> being so intense. Let's see. I think I'll have to go with fun as the first one, um, challenging as the second one, and hot as the third. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Especially if you choose to cosplay mostly wizards. And especially if your favorite cosplays are, are your favorite conventions are Dragon Con and all yep. the ones yeah. that happen in the summer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesse, we we always do like a Ren Fair after Dragon Con. It's kind of our palate cleanser, our like chill, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah. we were discussing what we're gonna do and fabrics and stuff. And she was like, Well, are you gonna be too hot in that? And I was like, girl, yeah. <laughs> we just did Dragon Con. Yeah, like that's true. No, I don't I mean, think so. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is a, a, you take this question how you want it. What is the cringiest thing you do as a cosplayer? Ooh, um, what comes to mind is probably any of the times that Haley and I have to say, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. <laughs> Which how is, is that like, cringy? If... Jesse and I say that all the time. 
Well, in context to whenever we're in costume around normal people or oh, in yeah. just regular spaces, either if we're going to do like a photo shoot location and we have to park in the parking lot and like walk through a nature preserve in costume <laughs> and there's just people walking their dogs and I'm in this full elf outfit um <laughs> or taking the train into the city here in charlotte for like heroes con and uptown we were just a full dr strange and sylvie costumes with all these regular people um so yeah anytime we kind of have to feel conspicuous like at cons you know everybody's there for the same reason but just like why are those people in those really weird elaborate costumes right now this <laughs> is probably <laughs> when it's i'm the always most, like there it's always really interesting and I find it funny even in Atlanta like when you're at Dragon Con like we will sometimes walk down to the park and get pictures and the amount of times people come up and they're like what's going on yeah, here right. <laughs> you know? yes and we're like really like we cannot be the only people you've seen one of our first <laughs> years at Dragon Con and this was before you went mm -hmm. uh so this would have been like when Dragon Con was like half the size as it is now my brother and I were waiting for a table at a restaurant and this older couple came up and they were like, what are you? Like, what <laughs> is this? They're like, we were just trying to take her mother out for like her 85th birthday dinner. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know what any of this was. And the whole time that this woman was talking to us, her husband was like taking pictures of us. And my brother was like, you know, we're all over that lady's Facebook. Like, here's mary talking to the freaks at dinner <laughs> like so uh that's yeah yeah i like that though that makes me feel more comfortable i think because i'm such an awkward uncomfortable person in general to, so i like you know when the other tables are turned when other people are like what the heck is going on <laughs> right yeah. it makes me feel more in my element yeah. and i feel more in control all right our last question what is some words of advice that you would have for a cosplayer who's just starting out, like a fresh new cosplayer? Oh, well, um, some of the cliches, which are like, don't compare your day one to someone else's day 500. Um, these are things that take a lot of time to develop skills. I am constantly learning things every day. Um, something else, one of the little songs I sing, I don't have a tune for it, but I just do random little tunes is it'll probably look like crap the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, and every mistake is a learning opportunity and you grow and you learn and it's okay that it looks like crap the first time. And um, then you do it the second time. It looks a little less like crap. And then you do it the third time and it's starting to look pretty good. Um, so just keep going. Like you're fine. Um, if you buy your costumes you're still a cosplayer if you want to make them that's fine too um i think something that really pushed me to develop skills was uh, picking a project i was really excited about and just diving into it um and so um for me kind of what taught me like i think i can kind of do this is uh, my first um or actually my second my second newts commander coat um was really when i was like okay tailoring okay sewing things correctly and following all the instructions um i i can do this question mark um google every single sewing term you don't know it's an entirely different language and you have to learn it and most of the terms are french and so that's okay it's okay that you don't know what they are just google it there's so many youtube tutorials every single word just i don't know what that is google it and then it'll tell you how to do it um and follow the instructions. If you like buy a commercial pattern, follow the instructions. It'll teach you a lot. Um, like under stitching, um, base stitching, um, cutting the corners, um, uh, uh, iron your seams, press your seams. I use my iron as much as I do in my sewing machine. Is that, that's probably enough for now. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or just follow the people that you're inspired by, you know, like follow cool people, um, follow cool creators that like that. I don't know. This isn't like a, a thing just for me that someone who posts a lot of tutorials and a lot of how to's, but like follow people who do post tutorials, po follow people who like pull back the curtain and show you how they do stuff. Um, because then you're being like, oh, that's, I can do that. You know, like, I, I, it's just fabric. It's just shapes. 
um, you know, it's really not that hard. And I found also that, especially if they are already posting tutorials or behind the scenes stuff on Instagram reels or YouTube or whatever, they're pro if you message them and in a very respectful oh, way, yeah. ask, ask questions, they are more than willing to help generally or give you a piece of advice. So, Oh yeah. I love it. I love when people like, as I, I don't really care for the, the, the messages I get, like, how did you make that? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a little, okay. please be more <laughs> <Let> specific, <me> <laughs> <laughs> but if you're asking for a specific technique or you're asking like for a specific, like, I don't know, a source of fabric or something, um, like feel, feel free to message me. Like I'm, I'm cool to answer questions. I want other people to make cool stuff. I had, oh my gosh, I had this, um, one Dr. Strange cosplayer, um, come up to me at Dragon Con this year. And she just said, oh, are you the wizard tailor? I was like, yes. And um, she was like, I followed your your YouTube tutorial to make my Doctor Strange cosplay. And it's just like, it was one of the highlights of the con for me, honestly. Um, just like to know that in some way I'm helping other people make art um, is really, really meaningful for me. And um, I don't take that lightly. And so I really like posting all my stuff so that other people can make really cool stuff too. Yeah, that's my favorite bit of advice. My the number one thing I say to my students is it's from Adventure Time, and this is probably not a direct quote, but sucking at something is the first mm. step in to being sort of good at something. Right. And so, like, that's because, like, I don't know if this is like a U.S. thing or a worldwide thing. Like, we get in our minds like the worst thing I can do is make a mistake in front of other people, mm. and you don't like when my students make a mistake in front of me, like. I can help them correct that mistake, but if they're just like suffering in silence, you know, or they are too afraid to even try to even attempt it, you know, like, yeah, you can't get better at it. Like that goes with everything and everybody. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, like they will get so discouraged if the first time they try something, they can't do it. I'm like, you can't, that's not how life works. Like that's why I only took one day of chemistry <laughs> in high school. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not and there were so many, there's, there's a, at least one point, if not a hundred points in every single thing I do, that's like, this looks awful. This mm -hmm. is the worst thing I've ever made. This is just the worst. I did it so many times in my, my her universe build. Like this is, this looks like crap. Um, but you just have to keep going, you know? Yeah. Or throw it in the dumpster. That's my, get bad <laughs> and just put it when your friend tells you it doesn't look that bad. Just I'll show you. Now it's in the dumpster. <laughs> now oh, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, no, so I'm, yeah. I again that's probably better advice. My advice is the more dramatic. I'll show you <laughs> for trying to cheer me up. That was years ago, too. I that think. was you, years ago. That was grown. yeah. Yes, I would say that I've grown. It's been it's been a minute since I've thrown away an entire costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well michael thank you so much for being on with us today we really appreciate it we're so glad we got to sit down and talk with you why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media and what you're kind of working on uh for the upcoming con season yeah thank y'all so much for having me this was so much fun um yeah so i am the wizard taylor all one word and taylor like sewing not taylor like the name um on all the things um my our, our youtube channel is michael and Haley cosplay uh so you can find our youtube channel there it's all linked from my page so you can find us in all the places um we don't really use facebook but i think some of my stuff automatically posts to facebook um but definitely most active on instagram and tiktok um and so working on things yes lots of fun projects we are very addicted to game of thrones cosplays right now um pretty sure i'm going to be doing another peter baelish outfit um the most fashionable person in all of westeros and um <laughs> Haley, i think we're going to be doing another alicent uh, hightower dress for her and I think those are the next two big bills. So I've got a couple little things, just, you know, like palette cleanser projects that I'm doing, like the wizard robe I mentioned. Um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm very determined to do this cloak of levitation project. I think it's going to be like my 2024 journey. I think that's going to be like really just getting into the weeds and taking my time and making it exactly the way I want. Um, I think that's going to be the big, big project of 2024. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being on with us and hopefully we will see you soon. Yeah. Yes, please. Or, or soon yeah. as in Dragon Con, yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah, it'll be here before Absolutely. you know. We always say like, oh, Dragon Con's so far away. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, hey, it's uh, 16 days of Dragon Con and we still need to finish this, this, and this. <laughs> right. so, Every uh, time. Yeah, yeah. It seems far away until we actually start working and then, yeah. then all the time just disappears into smoke and <laughs> magic yeah mm -mm. thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode i hope that you we hope not just me we both hope that you enjoyed uh <laughs> this interview with michael we had a really good time talking to him and kind of getting a little peek into some of his creative processes and stuff um, if you want to follow along with us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. And we are also over on the TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. You can just follow along with us there, interact with us. Um, you can message us there, but the easiest way to get us information or things is to send them to the email, which is where Jesse hangs out. I don't like that you said information or things. Well, you know, like pictures, that's recipes. That's information. That's okay. information. All, right. All of that's information. All right. We only accept information. Don't give us your opinions. Uh, opinions are information. Everything is information. <laughs> I mean, really, DNA is information. Hey, what could they send to the email? You can send weird fish pics, interesting plants and mushrooms, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes. If you want to send us some cocktail mocktail recipes, listener, you should. You should, because we are always looking for ideas. Huh? Uh, ideas for top five geek down, ideas for cons we should go to, or events we should cover, topics we should cover. What do you want to hear about? Uh, that's what we want to know, so we can uh, maybe talk about it if we can. Yeah. Uh, if it's, you know, if you want to hear about ironing your pleats, your seams, that I'm not. We'll have Michael back on. Yeah, about like, that. I don't, I'm scared of the iron. Anyway, you can send us that. You can send us pictures of costumes you want us to feature. We'll pop them up on the social oh, media. Absolutely. Paige goes out hunting for them, but if you send them to us, that's also good. Yeah. Questions for I'm going to ask you a question answers for i'm going to ask you a question as a reminder this episode's question was what's the cringiest thing you do as a cosplayer uh or a con goer if you're not a cosplayer i think probably mostly cosplayers mm -hmm. or perspective cosplayers mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know who you are listener tell us tell us who you are send email and say hey hi it's me this is who i am that'd be cool do it. Do it, please. Yeah. We want to meet you. It was so cool meeting a real listener mm -hmm. at Dragon Con. That was crazy. It was crazy. Cuckoo bananas. Absolutely. Come talk to us. Say hi. We're not scary. I'm a little scary, but not like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just scary because I'm scary because I'm weird. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes things, if they're weird, they're scary until yeah. you learn to understand them. Yeah. That's me. Right. So now you understand and you don't have to be afraid. Right. Yeah. Is that everything they I think send? So. Yeah, where could they send that to? They can send it to our email, which is cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Um, Jesse, what do you reckon? Well, I reckon it's time we best be scooting. Okay, bye. Bye.